0: Hi, welcome to the P40 podcast, and I am sitting with Kimberly of Star Sign Style. Let's see if I can actually say it without stuttering. (laughs) It's like three S's. StarSignStyle.com. And my lovely friend and I met you for the first time in person in India, so it's like this is the week of, it's Mercury Retrograde, I'm reuniting with all my friends from the India, comp from the IBC. I love it. Me too. And you're in the morning in Hong Kong, and I'm at night here at sunset in San Francisco. So we're like, we're like holding two sides of the equation.
1: I'm always, I'm always over the pond. I'm always over holding, holding up the other side of the world.
0: (laughs) I remember you holding the, the juice (laughs) glass in India. I have videos for that. (laughs) Which is very cute. She's you're very, I have lots oh, of. I had to just yeah. try everything I could get my hands on
1: in the street. I, I would uh, gravitate towards any food stall. I, I've got Moon in Sagittarius, so I, I've got to try all the foreign foods.
0: Oh my god, you were loving it and you were ready for all the adventures. Adore it. Adore it. I <laughs> so, how are you feeling? You're in Aries and we're in Aries season retrograde and we're about to have a full moon tomorrow no not tomorrow in two days from now on Saturday oh
1: tomorrow tomorrow for me because I'm already Friday where I am I'm feeling fabulous um I just loved the shift from Pisces to Aries and I don't usually feel stuff so significantly well the moon I I will say I'm Cancer rising, so I do feel the moon um Mm -hmm. even when I I don't even when I don't want to or think I will, I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, there it is. But, um, the shifts of the seasons, it was so, so, um, arresting the the shift from Pisces to Aries and we already had Mercury and, uh, Venus sail into Aries. So we were already kind of, you know, plugged into that energy. But when the sun finally went into Aries, I was like, wow, that really, that really did feel like a relief for me.
0: Yes. I know. I remember talking to you right before it was shifting and you were, you were like, I just can't come out of this. Like it it really felt like we were all kind of in the fog. Totally swimming, totally swimming. The energy was very, very weird. Especially because that new moon was with Chiron, the last new moon in Pisces. Just Neptune and Chiron
1: being in Pisces just really adds so much to that that whole month. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite time and as an Aries myself, you know, everything was really I felt like everything was really lagging and everything was very I just had to sit it out, which I actually kind of enjoyed because um, usually, you know, sometimes we can get impatient and we just want the kind of the day to arrive when we can, you know, crack on with stuff. But it kind of felt like Mm -hmm. appropriate to be waiting
0: but do you don't you still feel like we're waiting with this mars saturn conjunction um i know what you mean about the the pause and that was totally
1: when i when i did wrote april horoscopes um i totally did you know as has been shared previously i totally used the you know the wait the pause um with the whole saturn and mars you know square and the mercury retrograde um mm-hmm. so it definitely is a time to pause but i'm also using the the, the Saturnian thoroughly, you know, the thoroughness, the, mm-hmm. the considered pause that, you know, let's do things properly. And Aries season, you know, Aries is such a kind of gung-ho, rash, brash, um, zodiac sign that just wants to kind of leap before it looks. Right. And I know, because I'm an Aries, um, <laughs> I know it's happened. So, you know, I'm just that person, but it definitely feels like we can still move ahead. We can still do stuff, but we just have to do it with this real Capricorn on our back.
0: Yeah. the Saturn not letting us skip any steps. Mm. you have to do it with so much strategy and i feel maybe it's because i have um in my natal
1: chart maybe it's because i have um jupiter and capricorn and my mum's a capricorn so maybe it's kind of i don't mind the capricorn you know so yes. much, uh, looking over yeah. my shoulder so much because i kind of I kind of appreciate, you know, who doesn't appreciate a bit of Capricorn?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I did a Project 40 devoted to Saturn and it was my most popular one. Well, I loved
1: your information on Saturn. I mean, Saturn is definitely, you know,
0: useful for everyone. People think that Saturn is feared. He's revered. People love Saturn. Mm. I feel
1: you're definitely the expert and just how great for kind of the younger generation to get their teeth in, you know, that's that's the the, the best turning point for everyone to really get stuck into astrology is, you know, at their Saturn return, I think.
0: Well, I've been calling this the year of Saturn. I feel it because we started off with all those planets in Capricorn and even yeah. now the equinox is having to answer to Saturn in Capricorn, all the yeah. planets, are, you know, the dispositor is Saturn in Capricorn and... For the, for the whole equinox chart. And then we're gonna have Mars retrograde in Capricorn this, wow. uh, this summer. So it's like, we're not really getting away from Saturn. Saturn not- Saturn is the overlord for the whole year.
1: Absolutely. And I remember when the last Mars retrograde happened and I was in the UK, I went back for kind of like my first trip home since leaving uh, England. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not gonna sort of push ahead this summer because Mars was retrograde and i was like let me just take my foot off the accelerator and not expect anything to happen and this year mars you know as, as you said it spent <laughs> such a long time in capricorn and aquarius and it's like how is this you know i always obviously look at the year in, in advance and i was like gosh how is this year going to pan out with such a a long glut you know as you said starting the year with Capricorn and then you know after the three-year Saturn cycle of Sagittarius just then pushing ahead with this long you know visitation mm-hmm. of Mars and Capricorn and then Aquarius but then Capricorn again
0: yeah keeps going exactly. back there. yeah I like it I like it I like it too I feel like it's a year to get things done and to really bring a lot of form and structure into our lives you know to finally to finally have a schedule and have discipline and and make things happen, make things concrete that were just kind of floating around in the Neptunian realm.
1: Absolutely. And also with these tri, these um, sextiles between like Scorpio, um, Jupiter and Scorpio and Pluto, it's even, it's such a great year for the earth and then Uranus moving into earth. It's such a, um, you know, it's only these, these, these pockets of Aries season and Gemini season, which are kind of, you know, next month is gonna be so um,
0: practical. Yeah, what are you feeling for this new moon in Aries coming up? What are you channeling, Aries? I'm loving it, <laughs> I am, I'm, a- <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so Aries and
1: I have, you know, um, the Capricorn uh, lighting up my 10th um, my house by solar, but then my seventh by um, Cancer Rising. So, mm-hmm. and I actually have Pluto conjunct my descendants for the whole year believe it or not
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i also have um, on my solar return which is 19th of april happy birthday me mm-hmm. yes um conjunct the sun so uranus meets the sun on the 18th and my birthday's the 19th I and that. i think had venus well we currently have venus uh conjunct uranus today and so the new moon's going to be amazing my birthday's going to be amazing and I'm loving the way that Mercury retrograde has happened at the pinnacle, you know, the last degrees of, you know, Uranus transiting uh, uh, Aries, and it's just been like this final push, you know, this baby, this raw red baby, yes, and yes. really, really finding its voice, um, and and I just feel like it's going to be an incredible year for so many of us, but you know, obviously <laughs> looking at myself as well, you know. <laughs> That that Uranus that Uranus Sun conjunction, and I know other astrologers. Are, there's a lot of Aries astrologers out there, and um, yeah, I'm just um, I'm just impressed with this. I'm, I'm going to be impressed with the Aries New Moon. I'm going to be impressed with the conjunctions. I'm going to be impressed with the 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 pause that Mercury retrograde gives us, and then when it kind of when the shift happens, just as it did from Pisces to Aries, when the shift happens. Um, in April, May, where everything moves into Taurus, that's going to be... I feel like we didn't even get a pause this year because there's so much happening every month. It's I know. never a dull moment.
0: There's a, Yeah, there's never a dull moment. It's like Rick Levine always says in all of his forecasts, like, I know I said that last month was going to be really intense and crazy, but he's been saying that like every month and I always la- I laugh because it's so true. And So true. And- And Ortley, who's one of my other favorite astrologers, always is like, it's a three-page week, like every week, it's a three-page week. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, oh, I wanted to ask you because, of course, it's Mercury retrograde. I'm skipping all over the place. What did you feel? Yes, because we're still just coming off of this reverb of the Venus Uranus and Aries. And I love that you actually reminded me that this we're not going to have this again in our lifetime.
1: Right. Right. Well, yeah, (laughs) we're not because we won't we won't live that long. Yeah. (laughs) No. No. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And you know, I, I I never really, you know, we had that dreadful moment uh, on Sunday when we had the moon in um, cancer coming into a T square with, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) with Capricorn and Aries, but you know, navigating that on, you know, like you say, never, never a dull moment. We had that on Sunday and then we had this beautiful Venus conjunct Uranus. Now I have moon, conjunct Uranus uh, by four degrees of separation in Sagittarius. So I really um, vibe with this energy, Um, but it was just electric. Um, You know, obviously we can all look for things. um, We can all look for for signs and stuff and and say, oh yes, I felt the earth move. But but yesterday I really did feel this this, um, electric energy. And I heard you previously say that when uh, Uranus was on your moon, that you couldn't sleep. And I yeah. kind of felt like that in the last 24 hours, just this child before Christmas sensation yeah. of
0: excitement. Yeah. Cause it was right on your son. So that's why I figured you'd be a good, um, spokesperson for well, the, <laughs> the, 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 it's yeah, it's, it's kind of on my son. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. But it's just shy. And also I had mercury retrograde conjunct my
0: Venus yesterday. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's all about me right <laughs> i'm talking to you i figure you know what's going on i gotta i gotta hear it directly from the source who's living yeah. it
1: That's well, why um, I'm
0: into my, yeah.
1: my son is at 29 and venus uranus are at 27 28 just
0: now so yeah enough tiniest 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 bit shy but um it's, it's there girl i mean you feel it though it's that than, you're much closer than I am <laughs> any my plan. I don't have any planets in That's Aries well, yeah. I have... <laughs> I'll
1: confirm it I felt it I felt it and also I had uh, Uranus conjunct my Venus um, back in I think 2016 as well and okay. again like I, I wasn't quite as um, you know a practiced astrologer then as I am now but um, again like I also had Uh, reverberations then for a a period where I couldn't sleep as well but I I got some sleep last night and I got some sleep the night before but I definitely was feeling it and I'll tell you the most funniest um, thing about this Uranus uh, transit is people dyeing their hair rainbow colors and I'm absolutely reaching for the dye bottle and I I, that's really going on lately yes it's going on amongst Aries Oh, and also it's it's a mars a girl with mars on her ascendant she mm-hmm. just dyed her hair pink like two days ago well,
0: and people love to do that too it's
1: so interesting yeah and another girl i know who's aries also did it pretty close to your uranus mm-hmm. and somebody else dyed their hair bright blue when uranus conjunct their midheaven and i just i'm absolutely desperate to dye my hair pink <laughs> but i'm mm-hmm. like. Is because of uranus or is it because
0: <laughs> it is you're going to oh, change when it goes into taurus you're going to be like no <laughs> 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 you'll have to die <laughs> it's not permanent yeah just or just get the clip in like yeah cutting, it's like, compelling it's a compelling <laughs> yeah it's impermanent. yeah and i love so for for listeners who don't know your whole like your specialty is the obviously it's star sign astrology but it literally is the style for the different you know using pairing astrology with style
1: yes yes it is is. how did you
0: get into that
1: i i think i mean from an astrological perspective i have like vesta conjunct my um i'm very i'm very obsessive about information and i didn't realize i had such a, a good knack for um assimilating and data collection um, until I kind of got into astrology and saw my own chart and realized oh yeah that totally makes sense but I have a really good memory I have Cancer Rising and I have Venus uh, Vesta conjunct my midheaven and there's something in my chart which basically gives me a very good memory for useless information or useful if you're into astrology (laughs) and like I have a very um, photographic memory when it comes to like celebrity birth charts so And as a kid growing up, I just used to, you know, it's pre-internet and I used to just love celebrity heroes and grew up very much, you know, looking at, you know, the different singers and all the different stars and thinking, wow, you know, it's so fun and exciting and magazines and, you know, grew up reading your horoscopes in L and just absolutely with all things astrology all things celebrity you know and just absorbed so much information that when it came to around my saturn return I was just like you know what I don't want to work in um, the industry that I'm working in anymore let me do something you know bloggers were on the rise and I was like you know what I'm obsessed with astrology I love you know fashion I don't you know been collecting so many magazines and just been passionate about it since you know since who knows when that I was just like, let me just create this. And so that was what I did. And, and thankfully it's taken me on the most amazing adventure and yeah. you know, no turning back.
0: That's great. I love it. Yeah. That's your, that's the adventure. You, 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 you did not refuse the call as they say, cause you've been doing the hero's journey or the heroine's journey for this Aries Mercury retrograde I'm talking all about like how we have to answer the call like once the call comes you can't turn back you reach a certain point in the journey and you can't turn back you have to go forward and it sounds like you're you're a true Aries trailblazer now blazing your own trail and doing what you love what you're the most passionate about and so it's I love that
1: yeah answering the call and and you know a long time ago I was, I was approached by a soothsayer of, 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 of somebody in a in a park and he said you know you don't pray do you and I was about 20 I was in my early 20s and I said no I don't pray yeah. you know like you know you need to pray and since um since you know learn going on a, a more spiritual um path I realized like the power in intention and prayer and um I I prayed for for something like star sign style to come into my life and I would really believe like so many people I speak to are searching for things and I always say you know usually a man <laughs> and I usually say to them you know just say to god or to the universe please god I'm I'm tired of going on dates just send me someone in the supermarket or you know please god I'm tired of my job please send me you know something that I can really be of service in. And that was what I did with my website and with my life was I, I was at this point and you know, sat in turn and I was like, you know, God, I'm really, really, you know, not, not vibing with this, this vocational path that I'm on. Please just send me something. I am, you know, really keen now. And thankfully when it was sent, you know, I was in a position where I was just ready to just go, you know what, absolutely let me grab this the balls and, and run with it. But um, I think so often people are in a kind of medium space where it's difficult for them to, you know, oh, I'll just carry on, I'll just do this, I'll just do that. Yeah. And I love the fact that my life has been kind of extreme in that, that it's 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 snap decisions are kind of like better for me to make than than living in a in a wishy-washy realm.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. No, that's so essential. I feel like Uranus, if nothing else, Uranus and Aries has taught us all that, like, that we have to really blaze our trail and like do what we're passionate about and and yeah no wishy-washy like really just go go for it I mean since we're at the end of that cycle now I think we have to be really committed if we're gonna you know going into the Taurus side of things um yeah what's your take on the the shift of Uranus um, moving into Taurus I'm
1: really looking forward to it and I'm loving um I think for some time now um We've had this creeping in. I mean, I, I know nothing about Bitcoin. I actually have not even Googled what Bitcoin is, but I hear it a lot as a word. Um, so like PayPal, Bitcoin, the fact that the British currency will change over at some point, you know, as the queen um, in the UK, you know, is is nearly a hundred, I think, or I can't, you know, I can't remember how old the queen is, but she'll definitely um, be passing on. So all the currency in the UK will get changed over Um, when Uranus is in Taurus, and the Queen is a Taurus as well. And um, I just really think it's a lot about our money, our currency, how we how we deal with, um, you know, know, how we're getting compensated for our work. I definitely think it's, you know, Taurus is a money thing. And also, how our possessions, like how maybe new generations aren't going to value the same things that older generations value. So things like I mean, this is just a really weird example, but like, you know, handbags or things that cost a lot of money. Hopefully, you know, I don't know exactly, but I think there'll be a difference in perception of, well, this is probably just me wishfully thinking. Hopefully there'll be like a difference in perception of of what's, you know, worth things I don't know but definitely obviously the money's our perception of money's going to change and this digital it's always about kind of refreshing things from a massively digital um, standpoint because Uranus carries with it all these waves of you know amazing technology
0: right yes so true
1: and wasn't it funny how like Uranus in Aquarius I'm always just so fascinated because obviously I'm a child of the 90s in a way and I love looking back at the Uranus cycle of like friends in yeah. the 90s because obviously Aquarius is the sign of um, friendship and networks and so on and that Uranus is a
0: popular it, show.
1: Yeah and Uranus and Aquarius we have those like moon boots you know like um, those oh, yeah. shoes that were like platform shoes and oh, really... yeah that
0: was, that was then? Okay.
1: Yeah and everyone like looks back at like the 90s as this really disturbing time for fashion. <laughs>
0: Because also, really time too. like really kind of weird, like really eccentric and kind of,
1: yeah, like those funny space buns, you know, like kids looking like aliens with glitter that that was my like, you know, Gwen Stefani's kind of um, yes, yes. eccentricities and, um, and those shoes and they're really back in fashion, like yeah. kind of like those big, massive soles of the feet, like, and I'm like, they're so Aquarius. Is that um, yeah like Balenciaga has these really weird shoes and yeah it's not my thing but I'm an observer of course yeah but but, um Uranus in Aquarius that was kind of like when the internet was born and then we had Uranus in Pisces and now Uranus in Aries with the the social media my profile selfies you
0: know Uranus in Aries I always say that yeah the selfie
1: yeah the selfie and the my profile my website my blog just like I said you know the ability for me to set up my own website like was very easy and so many people have on, you know you know done their entrepreneurial bit with the website and so you're innocent for us yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for sure
0: yeah and I wonder what the fashion will be if we're gonna all be into like it's gonna go back to like Birkenstocks and yeah well it's it's already, like, people are really into earthing now as we were talking about earthing mm-hmm. like where they have like wearing shoes that really help your feet connect to the earth like moccasins and things I mean Birkenstocks were the old you know I don't even mm. know they help you connect to the earth that much because they have that weird they have like those weird bumps in them I don't like
1: yes yeah, so I can't wear them my feet like they're weird my feet are weird I, I'm so funny about shoes but yeah, it's, it's so impossible here in Hong Kong to connect to the earth. It's like, I, I do say <laughs> to people who have a lack of earth in their natal chart, I have a lack of air, but I say to people who have a lack of earth to like, connect with the ground, do gardening, and it's like in Hong Kong, that's just not going to happen. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh no, right. Yeah. <laughs> they, have to yeah. go out. they they can take like, a. is there anywhere you can go within a couple hours to connect or... Within
1: a couple of hours, yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> probably within twenty minutes, but
0: <laughs> I don't. I've never been, so I have no idea what's around it. <laughs> not just small footprint. It's like everything's very, um, it, yeah. Technically, I could. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and what do you feel? Um, what else do you feel is coming for this new? Um, I guess you know we're also going to have since we're talking so much about areas we're gonna I don't do you work with Chiron?
1: Yes yes yes
0: not not through choice but obviously
1: it comes up and it's fascinating and I have um North Node conjunct Chiron by seven degrees so it's a a wide orb but um and it's in the 12th house and my axis uh, of the Chiron North Node axis is very um, significant in my chart, so oh. I do um, yeah because I have South Node conjunct Moon Uranus, and that's quite tight. So I'm always trying to sort of um, a sort of weigh up the past and the future. You know, I'm always trying to think of like the the South Node North Node kind of like to from you know very much kind of reflect on that a lot um mm-hmm. in my life because it, 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 it bears quite a big significance in the way that I work obviously it's sixth house twelfth house yeah. and so Chiron's a funny one but um yeah it's going to be very interesting like a slither of time you know when uh Uranus moves into Taurus and then Chiron moves into Aries and you know Chiron for the Pisces people was that was really why it kept coming up for me was not because I kind of wanted another thing to have to focus on but because people who were pisces had pisces sort of strong um were experiencing chironic issues and then I had chiron over my midheaven so it was undeniable um you know it's an undeniable element of of the chart I mean I don't work with asteroids but I hope someday that I kind of get to the point where I look at a chart maybe inclusive of asteroids but I
0: think you do a little because you were mentioning Vesta in your chart I
1: do I mean who who can't help but dive into asteroids I mean it's just
0: Instagram I know
1: it's so fun you know it's so fun to kind of have all of our sort of set of planets and then to kind of reflect on even more and I I like Sailor Moon as well and so (laughs) you know it's like extra characters in the um in the fold so I do like I definitely do like it, but I haven't spent enough time reflecting on the archetypes. But, you know, like Juno is obviously fascinating for, you know, the marriage connection. And mm-hmm. so I can't help but kind of stick Juno in sometimes and uh, Eros and, and and so on, but it's not something I'm, and I'd am i say I'm an expert on, but I definitely like to just poke around with it.
0: I noticed for me that the asteroids kind of come to me at different times to teach me similar, mm. similar to archetypes. like. They, it, it depend like it's not until I have more of a direct experience with them that I go and learn about them like they sort of come to me somehow where I have to learn about them. Yes like yeah especially Vesta and Lilith and um, Chiron obviously is the big bigger one um, yeah, with the Chiron
1: coming into Aries it's like you almost want to send out um, a lo- a loud warning on social media to everyone who's born at the beginning of Aries season just to be like, don't worry everything's going to be okay i mean i have a friend who's like a baby a baby aries like in the first oh. series of aries and he's already sort of crying <laughs>
0: he's already he already feels it he's already feeling
1: pain yeah he's already feeling the chiron coming and i'm like just want to give everyone a big cancerian hug to sort of say don't worry it's just chiron you know and it's- it is coming to heal Yeah, and it's such a shame with monthly horoscopes that we don't, you know, I could, but it's, you know, time constraints, but it's almost like you want to give these transit reports to everyone just based on birthday. And I know, like, sometimes Susan Miller does that, like, if you're born in the first third, the, the middle third or the last third of this sign. But I think sometimes people reading that even don't, like, fully connect to their quadrant of the sign um, but for all the early Aries people I'm, I'm definitely going to be watching kind of what happens for them um, because it's really easy with social media to see when people's birthdays are and again like I just had this thing where I remember um, when you know who's born when and then like yeah, just how Chiron's gonna kind of like mm-hmm. land them because it's a very physical like you know, it's yeah. it very um, apparent, you know, and like when everyone that was Pisces rising was, you know, I had like three people who were all Pisces rising in the same week. Mm-hmm. In fact, four mm-hmm. um, you know, thing that happened with Pisces rising when Chiron was connecting was this physical body, um, you know, discomfort. So whether it was somebody really not connecting, like somebody told me that they looked in the mirror and they didn't recognize who they were anymore, and that was Chiron on the ascendant in Pisces. And another person was just in so much pain around, you know, what was happening with their their physical body. And another, and I think three people were having uh, lip lip fillers, like injections, in their face because of because of Chiron. Because of Chiron.
0: <laughs> Speaking of which, what do you think about um, Lana Del Rey? I haven't even I haven't looked. I haven't studied her chart enough, but. I wonder. It feels like she's somehow very connected to whatever Chiron and Pisces was, is my sense, and I don't know how because I, I have you studied her chart. I haven't. I, Lana Del Rey is like uh, she's she's glamorous
1: and she's fabulous, but she, she's she's not someone I find particularly interesting. Um, I'm much more like Gaga. Gaga. <laughs>
0: she varies. Yeah. Lana Del Rey's a Gemini, but she's just so tall, so I love the fact that she's... Very um, Maybe that's why I'm tu- I've am i been tuning into her lately. For some reason, she's been on my radar a lot just recently. I've been like watching her videos and stuff, even though she's been around for so long. I've just found her more fascinating recently, and I'm trying to figure out why. I, I sense it's something to do with Chiron at the end of Pisces, because she's such a siren archetype.
1: She's a, that's a lovely word for her siren. She's got Venus rising and North Node rising in Taurus. Mm -hmm. Um, She has nothing in Pisces, though.
0: But,
1: and she's the last degree of Gemini. I don't know, like. Yeah, the last degree of Gemini, interesting. I'm not so, like, she's not someone who I, 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 I find her gorgeous to look at. I love the way she looks, but I'm not particularly into her, um,
0: like, thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I love, her, but I, but I appreciate and love her, and I love how she was so retro with her videos and when yeah, she came it, out. It, 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 I love her aesthetic, but she doesn't, she doesn't um, captivate me in in terms of her personal uh, life very much.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, who who ca- who captivates you? Oh, Gaga! You know, just the real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tell us about Gaga because she's very Aries, well, right? I don't know she's
1: She's, she's super Aries, like anyone who's um a bit obnoxious, like I say obnoxious, that makes people sound bad, but you know, like obnoxious in a, in a, in a friendly way, you know, obnoxious in a, in a fabulous way.
0: Like outrageous, um, maybe more over the top. Yeah,
1: like Mariah Carey. I love, you know, when Mariah Carey had that boo-boo at New Year's and, you know, <laughs> anyone who just faces adversity in <laughs> <and laughs> the press and no. just kind of like, just deals with it and just, I love it when something happens like on... Tally, or on the internet and it's like wow like look how they just you know Fergie is an Aries and she did that thing with this you know when she sang the song at the um I don't know American sports but there was she did something the other day and it's like and I was like you know Aries are hilarious they just do it and, and I'm just like you know what she probably didn't even mind her feelings probably weren't even hurt. you know Fergie with yeah. the
0: song it was pretty tough
1: yeah, and I was just like, "Thank God!" It-. And I and I and I, I look over these celebrities. I like, thank God it was Fergie. She probably didn't mind that everyone was saying she couldn't sing because she's an Aries. Um, just pick saying, herself up, dust herself up, and, and not worry too much. And the same with Mariah. She doesn't. She doesn't oh, give up. A-
0: I don't know though. This is. Uh, tell me what you think about this because Aries are actually known to. They're good at pretending they don't care, but they say actually, an Aries' worst fear is that you won't like them.
1: Oh no, that's not
0: fine. <laughs> I personally think Aries. Is, but I think they'll have a whinge,
1: you know. I think they'll have a whinge uh, for the excuse of having a whinge. But I think Aries are pretty um, uh, onto the next thing, you know. I think they'll sulk. They'll okay. definitely sulk for the for the sake of sulking. Okay. Um, but they're 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 not built
0: to. Yeah, we're basing it on Aries sunshine. We're doing very bad astrology here. But just you know, yeah. just exaggerate the the sun sign characteristics for a moment for
1: yeah i definitely think the spirit of aries is to kind of like keep you know it's it's you know it's the it you know eris the asteroid eris, right. Right in eris. i always think of her she, apparently she leapt on the heads of men she's like very bodicea in her archetype as well um, and yeah. she's great that's a great asteroid for an archetype um eris which is, yeah, awesome, true. Which is awesome, very fascinating and um, I just think of Aries as kind of this, you know, hop, skip and a jump. It's not too deep. Yeah. That's my thing that, yeah.
0: you know. it's, it's like Victoria was...
1: Beckham, Victoria Beckham's yeah. a, an Aries as well. And you don't sort of see her brood it. You know, we're not brooding, brooding people.
0: Or Betty Davis. I love her. Yes. Betty Davis and Debbie Reynolds and who else? Dinah Ross.
1: Mm, and Aretha Franklin.
0: Aretha Franklin oh my god. Lots we of- are divas of the
1: zodiac for sure mm-hmm. and Whitney Houston had Moon in Aries like I have a whole list of um of people who are kind of like you know who carry that spirit of Aries and and mm-hmm. they're definitely you know and even the younger ones like um Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. And I loved seeing when Uranus was transiting Aries like the celebrities that were reacting to it. so Emma Watson did the he for she campaign um, mm-hmm. and I'm not really into politics like I don't follow um, or comment. I mean I follow it roughly like there's been so much um, you wow. know unavoid, unavoidable uh, um, po- po- politics stuff like been going on this last you know with the elections cetera,
0: yeah, the US society, we have to be yeah yeah and
1: I live in Hong Kong so I'm like, and I'm married to an American so I get it. Um, Unfortunately, I'm like not privy to who's who or what's what and even some of the, you know, I don't really know the American system. Mm -hmm. and I'm not even in- interested in British politics, <laughs> so, but, but politically, all the issues and the champions of of, of raising their voice, especially on women's issues, is, is really what I like to follow more. But Emma Watson did the He For She campaign and, um, you know, people who, you know, Reese Witherspoon the other day, she was doing something around, um, you know, some award ceremony. So it, it's always nice to see Aries using their voice in oh, yeah you know, in a positive way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's another Aries, Reese Witherspoon.
1: Yeah.
0: I really liked her and walked the line.
1: I didn't see that one, but I, I definitely um, see her pluckiness of spirits.
0: Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Course, especially in what the famous what are her, what's her movie I'm blanking on it her famous one um,
1: I also can't remember Legally Blonde yes yes
0: <laughs> that's kind of like a that that is sort of a um, that would be a very exaggerated Aries archetype yeah just, just cute. yeah, yeah
1: very cute. <laughs> and, and Aries also does have that kind of like button nose you know I think Doris Day is an Aries and the woman from The oh, yeah. and Debbie <laughs>
0: Wolf, yeah
1: yeah, can, yeah, can, it's like, it can thing. be quite kind of, like, earnest and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah.
0: Sure. I love that, and what other, um, kinds of style things do you feel coming up with Uranus shifting into Taurus and Chiron and Aries? how do you base the astrology, do you, I mean, the astro style, do you, do you look at, do you tend to look at Uranus, it sounds like that's a big one for you? Neptune is the biggest, so... Okay. Um, I loved being at the astrology conference in
1: Calcutta and listening to our friend Ra who did um, the cycles of Neptune as per um, Hollywood movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm writing a book and it's very much going to be delving into the the cycle of Neptune um, and the cycle of Neptune's influence on fashion. Um, I think Saturn has something to be, I think all the planets definitely um, have a, 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 undercurrents to um, trends and styles but Neptune is the obvious one in retrospect Mm -hmm. Um, like looking back and seeing the Neptunian figures you know it's definitely through the lens you know Neptune is the lens and 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 we definitely view our fashion cycles through a lens so of course Neptune's going to be there Um, I try and see whether Jupiter has influence on our fashion but I don't know that it does like I've I've been following Jupiter like I've really been trying to connect jupiter to the publishing and the press you know it being the expander and the the the, the spreader of ideas and knowledge yeah. um, but it, it's difficult like it's not difficult but it's interesting like i haven't really seen um jupiter, obviously jupiter and scorpio has dredged up all our me too and um it, and definitely the fashion you know you could say with capricorn and uh, scorpio being eminent now like you know our fashion is definitely going to have a commentary on that but i actually think like fashion cycles are always an expression of the individual so i think that fashion is very much born out of like the designers um Mm -hmm. and then kind of i don't know like I'm, i'm i kind of i watch it a lot and i'm trying to um i guess develop theories um that would probably be uh you know, work in progress and, and something that I would probably, I wouldn't claim I'm an expert on it, but I'm definitely the only person who seems to be interested in it. So perhaps I am a bit of an expert, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but yeah, Neptune, you know, I, I, I'm constantly trying to reflect on what is it or, but I also think that the, the, the wonderful moments that we have, we have superstars have on like the red carpet. So like, you know, J-Lo appearing in a Versace gown, I definitely think it's personal transit, so it's interesting to see like what's happening with celebrities when they, when they kind of, their star moment. But it's, but you know, more and more these days things are getting so less superficial than when I was growing up that thankfully like it's not so, there's not so much emphasis on, you know, being, you know, looking good as it were. You think? yeah, like everyone's much more interested in, um, you know, real beauty because for example, the big corporations and that like are definitely, you know, not photoshopping their images. And, you know, I grew up in a time where everything was very much a, a glossy veneer. And so I grew up thinking that that was what, you know, fabulous, like grew up with like Pamela Anderson as a six-year-old thinking that, you know, <laughs> thinking that Barbie was like real. Um, yeah. I mean, nowadays it's great. I think, you know, we're really shifting into a much more real, um, real, uh. Although
0: there's still so much, like, plastic surgery and boob jobs and stuff going on.
1: Definitely, definitely. And that's, there's definitely a place for that in the world, but I think realistically, the representation in the media is becoming a lot more, um, gentle. Um, Which is great. And so I think celebrities are becoming a lot more accessible, you know, social media, you know, we're not having such crazy standards, although of course models are always, you know, stunning on social media anyway. But for example, like, um, what's this Emma, Emma emma stone like i was looking at like her transits of 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 jupiter she's very connected to the jupiter cycle as well with her successes when she was getting a lot of awards last year
0: what was she having then because she's a Scorpio, right yeah well she was having she's actually got venus in libra she's
1: very libra and um when she was i basically looked at her transit from the beginning from like jupiter over the ascendant right through till um like last year when i think she's got I can't remember what her rising sign is, but essentially, she like very neatly tied up with. I sound really flaky, but I can't remember if she got an Oscar or something. But whatever it was around that time, it like synced up exactly with her movie schedule because you can kind of see like when they're making movies, when it comes out, and she basically neatly translates all her transits to. Um, yeah, she's a really she's a really good chart to kind of reflect on, mm. and mm-hmm. so I kind of previously was like you know, what makes somebody appear in the public eye with um, like a fashion moment where they look amazing. Yeah, Vers-
0: what the you for the Versace moment?
1: Did you check- oh, I actually, I actually can't remember that. That's something I definitely have to look at as well as like, people like <laughs> Diana. <laughs> I say I'm doing it and I'm like, I uh, haven't, haven't found that yet. But like people like Diana or, you know, you know whoever's got that lucky thing i haven't pinned down the theory yet and it'll be top secret when i do you oh, have to book to learn <laughs> i'll have to wait all... for the book yeah it's all under
0: wraps <laughs> okay. that's okay we'll wait we'll wait for the book to come out i'm aries i say stuff and then i don't do it <laughs> oh, yeah. oh i hear you on that my fifth house aries was my fourth house so i have tons of creative projects that never happen. So, i mean really I well in seed form. yeah totally
1: yeah.
0: Sorry. there will be there will be some some absolute nugget
1: of wisdom that kind of makes us have our kind of moment but it could all come in like the progress chart it can all come
0: mm-hmm. in like
1: you know all these different things and then there's dressing for the pro- progress chart like your progressed rising your progressed moon your progressed sun you oh, know right. but I, I definitely love like the the original birth chart is a really good um place to start
0: yeah yeah definitely um, and I love your photos. I was going to ask you, I mean, that's probably not something you want to share because it's also a secret, but I just, I, I love that you find such unique photos. Do you make them or do you find them? No, or-
1: I'm dreadful. I just go on Google and just look and I'm such a visual person. I just love finding very unique things though. It's not, it's not too hard. I think you just go on Google and For <laughs> me, I'm just like, Oh, I just love like, um, I just love, I love today how we have so much access to visuals. Instagram, yeah, it's insane! It's just insane, like how you know. And I'm such a creative person. I have, um, I have a pack fifth house as well, and Pis- Pisces mid. Have
0: you know? Yeah. Um,
1: I think compared to other people, I think you don't realize like what what you are until you kind of reflect. But I think I'm very creative, and I just love going on Instagram and seeing how creative other people are, and you know, how people use images to kind of like express themselves. I'm just very, um, into that. So yeah. And also I think that the images, you know, speak a thousand words. So if you have an image which conveys, like I I spend a lot of time trying to find the image that I think conveys the person's astrological (laughs) essence. So for example, Britney Spears, um, has, Has Libra rising, but Sagittarius. And one of her most iconic outfits that's replayed in the media is her denim on (laughs) denim. Her denim on denim, right? And so she's Libra rising with Sagittarius. Sagittarius rules denim, and Libra rising is like the pastel queen, like the kind of beautiful baby blues. And so this vision of her going to the red carpet with Justin um, Timberlake. Yeah. In denim, on denim is so icon- iconic in my eyes. Um, oh, yeah. And like, you know, just finding an image like that and thinking, like, wow, how beautifully it kind of displays her astrology of like that that combination. That's kind of like a a nugget of self satisfaction, or like you know, whoever it may be, Angelina Jolie as well with her gemini cancer rising she has venus rising in cancer so when she wears white and she's like this goddess of luminosity Um, you know and early with the the dark eyes the dark hair and white when she wears like white and she's just and her skin's so pale i'm just like wow i just love seeing celebrities like in their element and i want other people to see what that looks like so that they can essentially the whole reason i started star sign style was to reduce the clothes that people had to buy so basically there was this big thing a few years ago where i was like consumerism is so taking us over and i personally when i was like 19 used to buy way too many clothes and end up like getting rid of them and i felt very very bad about that as one would and i was like there has to be a way that we don't have to keep buying into fast fashion and that we can buy a very streamlined wardrobe that works for us and because there's so many different ways that people can find how to um how to dress, yeah. but astrology and finding our personal blueprint, our personal archetype, what works for us, really I I I believe comes through in that way.
0: hmm Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um I love that. And what um I guess just as because we're at the end here. Any other, um, I don't know, recent thoughts or reflections you've had during this Mercury retrograde in Aries that you want to share?
1: Well, because I'm um, like no air in my chart, <laughs> <laughs> can you tell? <laughs> Chatterbox, I have no air in my chart. I that have.
0: That means you're, my astrology mentor said that means that you have you have um, you're in what's considered an adept. Like you have you don't need to work on it, so you don't incarnate with it. Oh really? That that was his theory. Yes. And I love theory. that. I've never <laughs> heard that before.
1: I'm so gonna I'm so gonna poach that. Um uh basically because I have no air in my chart, but I have Chiron in Gemini and I have North Node in Gemini. Ooh, that's
0: significant,
1: yeah. Yeah, Mercury retrogrades um don't tend to bother me. It's like I'm so basic that it just floats right over my head. And mm-hmm. I have Mercury in Taurus, so I'm like I'm so s- sort of step by step anyway. Um, so Mercury retrogrades always just really give me a very practical time to literally plant seeds, go back and water them, and then go back and try and have them flourish. So for me, like my number one tip is to, I know not everyone has an ephemeris, but to kind of like send emails and then basically wait till, they, um, till Mercury goes direct and then find the exact degree and basically follow up on the emails. Oh, I just, Yeah, I love
0: that idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, because then you don't have to worry. You just like, okay, I'll just sort sort that out when you know Mercury goes direct again. And yeah, yeah for, me, for me, this um, Mercury retrograde period has not been drama. I always find it so funny when people in the media go, "Oh my God, Mercury retrograde! Like it's like it's really bad." Because for me, not that much stuff happens that's disastrous.
0: Yeah, I mean. I've had some that, you know, really are, in terms of the technology, I've I've definitely had a few of those real crash and burn, like all the cliches, but also I agree, for the most part, no, it's, it's more about just retracing steps and backtracking. I mean, it is true that during Mercury Retrogrades, I tend to lock myself out of my apartment and things like that more often, but then again... I'm in okay. Neptune rising, so I'm probably just blaming it on Mercury retrograde. I'd probably do that anyway. But <laughs> what we all do. I think things that happen in our lives all the time, We just it's just the, the more salient transit to point toward, like to just say, oh, well, if, if I forgot something or something's missing or I miss my train or I miss my plane, it's Mercury retrograde.
1: Yeah, that's true. But then I also I see so these stories about airports when it's not Mercury retrograde, and I'm like, hmm, you know, like and what, what can we blame today? Because you right, know, think we're as astrologers, we're such observers. And like, mm. like, you say, like Mars is going retrograde this year. Venus is going retrograde this year. And like, I just really like to really kind retrograde. of, um, yeah, I like to observe a lot. I'm a real Scorpio. Um, I have Mars in Scorpio. Pluto at zero degrees of Scorpio. I'm um, a real, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you so, love doing that research, like watching and observing? Yeah. And like collecting experiences
1: and last Venus retrograde was in Aries as well last year. For so true. I Yeah, so I'm like I'm really kind of like keenly keenly watching the Mercury retrogrades, but like also keenly anticipating the Mars one steadily. I know it's gonna take a long time for it to kind of like work itself out, but yeah.
0: In the Venus, yeah, we'll be in Scorpio this time. The
1: Venus later in the year. And, and 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 with all the Jupiter, I mean, I think they narrowly like miss each other. Um
0: I, can't one, remember. I haven't even looked into it yet. I have to I actually have to do that for I have to study more of the specific things happening during this one because I was born under a Venus retrograde in Scorpio. Really and I think I got married under a Venus retrograde in Scorpio
1: really i was i was born under a mercury retrograde and like seven of my planets are retrograde and it's really fascinating for the progress chart like what oh, happened yeah. when, it, when, yeah.
0: it, when it comes out of retrograde yeah it would be and we should just do another we could do a whole podcast just on the retrogrades all the retrogrades. please have me back oh I God, would, i'd love to yes i hope your see. listeners won't find oh, it um to
1: to whatever, but yeah, we would love to come back and and, and talk about Venus retrograde. How yeah,
0: okay. yeah, we'll do it. It's in when is that October? It's like yeah, it's, it's in Scorpio and Libra, so well, it's like a full. It's a, the six-month follow-up to this, pretty much. Yes, okay. great. Amazing. amazing. So, what are you yeah. gonna do today in Hong Kong? Today I've got a
1: reading straight after you with a lady and uh later yeah just some bits and bobs I'm doing a gong bath for the um full moon which I'm really okay. looking forward to it's a very powerful uh gong bath so I'm, I'm giving everyone a, an astrological update and before we do our, wow. our powerful gongs and come to UAC no are you, are you gonna come I wish gosh like I'm stuck over here like it's it's um my husband just left for America yesterday, which is why I've been watching. He's Gemini rising. And I'm like, oh, Mercury's retrograde, get to the airport nice and early, yada, yada, yada. But um, yeah, yeah I, he went, and I, I wished I could have come to America at the same time, but the flights are hella expensive. And I'm just like, you know, I have to plan my travel quite far, and I have to plan trips. I mean, India was easy because it's so close. Well, reasonably yeah. close really to Hong
0: Kong. to get to. But America's
1: a real gosh america the jet lag is oh, real. i know
0: it's like me wow and me. yeah and
1: i came last time in winter and it was dark outside and i was very uh confused it was painful and then recovering from that like i don't i don't i'm a real sleeper i don't do well when my my sleep is you know yeah, yeah. yeah so i was like you go to america that's fine i'll sit this one out and uh yeah, hopefully I'll get back to the UK in 2019. Okay. Um, yeah, and then I have to plan. I'm such a planner. Like, I'm like way in advance.
0: All right, yeah. well, let, let let us know. Let me know. I will. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, it's so nice to speak yeah, to you. Too. I missed you. <laughs> I missed mean, I loved India. It was just the best. It was. It really was. It was so magical. And I'm trying to relive it during this retrograde by <laughs> connecting. So it's great. Yeah.
1: And thanks everybody gone. for
0: listening. I'll I'll put your um we'll direct them to so your star sign style on Instagram and starsignstyle.com. Yummy, <laughs> yummy. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye. All right, darling. See you soon. Bye. Bye.